and welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is Mandy, and with me, as always, is John. Howdy. And uh, a happy Veterans Day to everybody out there. Happy uh, Veterans Day. We we watch a lot of horror movies here, and unfortunately... That's actually uh, all we watch. That's Oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's really... Uh, <laughs> well, sometimes we watch horror TV shows. Oh, true. We, we change it up a little bit. We really want to do horror games also. Once we can get that down. Yeah, yeah. we need to figure that out. Uh, but uh, and one of the groups who is most maligned by uh, horror movies, uh, I think, uh, is the military. They are either the guys who nuke the site from orbit because it's the only way to be sure, or they're the uh, the guys who are like trying to help the bad guy out or something like that. They're never they're never the good guys, or very rarely, at least. In and, horror movies. Yeah, in horror movies, and uh, that's that's not right. They they should be there. They should be there to help. They're the heroes. Yeah, remember uh, Cloverfield when they were just like putting people behind plastic so that they'd explode. No. Oh yeah. That was weird. Oh, gosh. Well, they were putting them behind plastic and they'd explode because you know they had the ticks on them. I couldn't, so I couldn't watch Cloverfield because of the first person thing, uh, okay. and so it made me really sick. So I that's why I don't remember yeah, that part. Yeah, so it's it's always like that, or, or uh, hell, we watched The Crazies, and there were bad guys in yeah, that one, too. Yeah, The Crazies is one of my favorites. Uh, and uh, Planet Terror, they were yes, bad guys in that. Planet Terror. You know? So they're always, they're, they always get maligned, and I don't like that. I wanted to find me uh, one where the, the military was... Was the good guys, the guys who came in and, and stopped the Save BS. The day. Yeah. And so I, I looked around and I was able to find Invaders from Mars. Not the 53 version, the 56 version, or uh, the 86, 86 version. version. <laughs> uh, this one is actually directed by Toby Hooper. Uh, I'm, you know, easiest thing to do is tell you that he was uh, uh, the guy who did Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but uh, I like him in Salem's a lot. Uh, I really like Life Force. Uh, and then he did Spontaneous Combustion, which. I remember the box art for that. Every time I go in Albertsons for like 99 cent movie night, I was like, oh, hey, look at this. And it's like, my parents would never let me Your get it. Your parents are like, absolutely not. I was like, no. Well, you know what it was? And it was never that they were like, well, you can't watch that because that's too scary. It was always like, I want to watch something else and you're a child. Sucks. <laughs> and you do that now. Well, you're not, I'm not a child, but you're like, I want to watch this. Yep. Basically, and that's it's years of, of just anger and you know. Well, now now that I know that, just though, back now. I mean, I won't fight you as much on it. <laughs> it was written by uh, we've got Richard Blake who did the original uh, 1953 version. He did the screenplay for it, so it's based on that. We got Dan O'Bannon uh, who did Dark Star, Alien, Aliens, Total Recall, a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, nice. Uh, and Don Jacoby who also did I think he did Life Force, but he also did Evolution, Double Team, and Arachnophobia. Oh yeah, we're not talking about that one. Uh, we also. Uh, this, this that's a lot of people though those those people put out a lot of good movies so hopefully this one's going to be like really really good I don't I don't remember it too well because this was a movie that I watched on like the TBS like you know daily movie or whatever on Saturdays or something like that so it was always being broken up my mom was vacuuming we couldn't watch it all the way <laughs> I'd get up and I'd go around Farscape would come on halfway through so I'd end up watching an old episode of that or Mystery Science Theater I think I watched like Werewolf six times before I watched this one oh all the way gosh. Uh, so, uh, this one, this one's gonna be fun to get all the way through. Um, starring Karen Black, uh, who is a pol prolific actress. Prolific. She had just dozens and dozens of, of credits on her. But you may recognize her as Mother Firefly in House of a Thousand Corpses. She was an easy rider and zapped again. Zept, I think, was the Scott Bayo movie where he had, like, lightning powers or something like that. Uh, I don't remember. Well, I, I definitely remember her as Mother Firefly yeah. from House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, it's also starring uh, Hunter Carson, uh, best known in uh, Paris, Texas, but he was actually Bud Bundy in the uh, the pilot 
for married with children. Hmm. Yeah, because uh, what they did was they scaled up the uh, the kids being older and kind of trashier. That's why they picked Christina Applegate. Because if you want to add trash to your movie, Christina Applegate <laughs> Christina is Applegate's how you do it. The best way. <laughs> and David Fasto, but definitely Christina Applegate. Like if you want to have like just a little bit, you're just like, yeah, I want to have a blonde, but I really want her to be that kind of trailer trashy skeezy look. You just like Christina Applegate. That's awesome. uh, ejection. Uh, and it also has Timothy Bottoms in it. Uh, you would recognize him from The Paper Chase and Last Picture Show. So those are like big movies. Uh, but he's also in The Shutter. Uh, I want to say exclusive, but maybe not exclusive. I think it's exclusive. The Shutter exclusive. Yeah. Uh, the Shed. So I don't know if that makes we, anybody feel better about that one. We need to watch. We need to watch The it, Shed. So. <laughs> That's so, on our list. Yeah. Uh, so this one is a very solid set of people who have made good, solid movies. Mm -hmm. uh, say what you will about Toby Hooper in the later years, but I love pretty much everything that he's made. And he really tried. Like, even in, like, things where it was, like, the toolbox, he was really trying in that one. So I'm, I'm excited about this one. And I'm excited that uh, in this one, from what I've, I've remembered and what I understood, uh, the military gets to be the heroes, which Good. they very rarely in horror movies get to be. And what a perfect thing to do for Veterans Day. Yep. And so just to, to kind of continue on, we'll go ahead and pause it here, watch the movie, and come back and see you. Yep. We'll see you soon. David Gardner just woke up to a nightmare in his own backyard. But no one will listen. No one will believe. I told you, he needs psychiatric help. And soon, no one will be left. Dad? Are you okay, Dad? Fine. Because something strange is happening to the people of Willow Creek. Everything's fine now. And David Gardner is about to find out why. David! I'm gonna find my mom and dad! I'm Films presents Toby Hooper's Invaders from Mars. There's no place on Earth to hide. And we're back. We're back. So, that was interesting. Well, the for the ending. Because I forgot it completely ended like a... It was a dream, or was it? But, uh... It, it, it's a fun show. Uh, I forgot also, uh... Who is it? Um... Uh, Ratchet's in it. Uh, Ratchet, so yeah. we had uh, Nurse Ratchet, and then we had uh, another lady who was like Linda something or other, who was uh, the mom. Yes. And she reminds me of the girl. I think she's the girl from Cheers, but she if she's not, oh. then she wants, she's the one who reminds me of the girl from Cheers. I don't think it's the girl from Cheers, yeah, but, I, but I can see it, though. I can see uh, the resemblance. So, um, the way that this is, is uh, David is, uh, we, we are introduced to our character, David Gardner, and his father, uh, and they are sitting outside... Uh, watching meteorites come through. Um, it's getting late. Mom tells him to come inside. They do. Uh, and then as David is trying to sleep, because apparently he has a, uh, you know, his dad's like, oh, hey, you know, here's a penny collection. You know, here's a, here's a special penny for you. And he's like, ah, good. Chekhov's penny. Awesome. <laughs> 
know, because if you have a penny mentioned in the first scene, it needs to be used to kill Martians in the third. Uh, but, uh, so we got, uh, after all that, he tries to go to sleep. He wakes up in the middle of the night. He sees a Martian ship landing. It's clearly a Martian ship. It's a gigantic fucking ship. Uh, it lands behind his house. Uh, he tells his dad about it. He's like, well, I don't sleepy. Don't need to deal with this bullshit. It must have been a dream, yada, yada, but I'll check it out later. Um, he wakes up the next day, comes down for school, and dad is walking around with one loafer, walking all kind of derpy. Seems like he might be a... He's a little uh, off. He's a, you know, he's not quite, you know, in an Edgar suit, but he, he might be. Yeah, he's a little off. Uh, Keeps rubbing at his neck. Yeah, which was a, he's got a, like a crack in the back of the neck, so that was that was interesting. That was gross. Um, David goes to school, has to deal with uh, Nurse Ratchet as, as his homeroom teacher, who is a fucking bitch. Uh, and then uh, he, we're introduced to the school nurse after David cuts his hand. On a scalpel. On a scalpel, because they're, they're doing, I guess they're Frog like. Frog dissections. I was like third graders, though? Yeah, that's really weird. That's weird. Like, they were doing it super early. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so um, he goes to the nurse's office, who is um, Mother Firefly, and she can tell that, I mean, it's it's obvious from the very beginning that Nurse Ratchet does not like David no, at all. No, she's kind of a bitch. She's just rude. Yeah, she's horrible. Um, after that, uh, David goes home, and they can't find the dad, mm-hmm. uh, so they call the cops. The cops go back behind the hill to look for him. Dad pops out from the shadows, all dressed up and still kind of wonky, with a new guy who is Ed, also wonky. Um, and then the cops come back, and they're wonky. So a lot of lot of crazy, like everybody, like, wow, that is is indeed quality. Ed actually, I'm sure. Ed actually works at the telephone company, which is which is something, which is something in, later. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, we get. Uh, David goes to sleep, goes to, uh, as he's going to sleep, the mom and the dad go behind the hill. Mom comes back all funny. Uh, mom cooks breakfast in the morning and everything's burnt. Uh, the dad had the day before been drinking coffee that was scalding hot and like. Put like little pellets in it. I guess that so was supposed to be sugar. It's equal. Oh. Yeah. It's it's the way that like uh, non-sugar sweeteners used to come where in these little pellety things. They look like Tic Tacs. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, so... David goes to school, sees that Nurse Ratchet has the... Uh, the little mark. The mark. She was talking to the cops. Uh, or, no, does, does he see the mark first? Or oh, No, no. So he hears her talking to the cops. Yeah. He goes to the room that she's in, her classroom, um, follows her into the back because she writes on the board that there's going to be a field trip. And so he follows her to the back room uh, and sees that uh, she's eating a frog. One of the uh, frogs, either from the dissection or just live. Um, it was gross. David runs the hell out, goes to the nurse uh, for help. Uh, the nur- uh, Ratchet is like, you give me that boy. And the nurse is like, I ain't giving you that boy. What the fuck's wrong with you? Ratchet's like, you got five minutes. You got five minutes before I'm back here. Um, and then, you know, David explains everything to the nurse. The nurse is freaked out. Uh, and she's just like, well, you know, this is some weird shit, but I, I don't really recognize it. And then she looks at nurse, uh, Ratchet's you know, back of her neck and she's like, Fuck, there's a band-aid back there. That's kind of creepy. A band-aid on the back of the little girl who also is is Ed's daughter. The telephone uh, guy's daughter. The telephone daughter. guy's daughter. Uh, so he's like, uh, okay, you know what? Here, here is my keys. Go find my house. Go to the back of it uh, and wait for me there. Go through the back door. Yeah. yeah. And then wait for me at my house. And she's like, totes, just like, huh. 
She's like, shit. So she's freaking out the whole time. Yeah. So David, um, David tries to leave that the place, but uh, unfortunately, the only place to uh, to get out is in Nurse Ratchet's party van, uh, where she's got like. I get it. She's a science teacher. She's like a taxidermist. But yeah, there's like dead cats. There's like uh, full human skeletons. There's like weird cages and shit. She doesn't look like a scientist. She looks more like she seems more like a uh, like an undercover hillbilly. Yeah, it was. It's she's like a 1950s school teacher too, which is really funny for the 80s. Um, at that point, David like sees her go down into a tunnel in the side of the hill. So they go in there. Uh, he he's like goes in, follows her, and we see the Martians, main, the main Martian, the main yeah. Martian, the Martian Supreme Intelligence. We also see um, some of the the bad guys that they look like the Spawn. It uh, looks like, and they look like a mixture between um, between Audrey, the plant from Little Shop of Horrors, mm-hmm. and like something from uh, the Dark Crystal. Yeah, the Garthams. Yeah. Yeah. So the funny thing is, is that when you're looking at it, you can kind of see, and I, I, I did a little bit of research on it while we were kind of sitting there. I was looking at some of the stuff that they were talking about, but apparently they had people in these giant bulbous costumes, uh, and instead of, you know, walking the way that you'd expect them to do, they actually had uh, this harness that they were they were standing on their hands and, and legs. They had a little um, stilts on the front, but they were walking... Uh, backwards. So they were bent over and they were walking backwards. So when you're looking at the, the mouth of the creature, you're actually looking at the person's butt. So <laughs> John was really excited about that. It's just, when you you see it, you're just like, you can't unsee it, but it's also, it was technically amazing. You know, just having to, to watch the, and I mean that in like, you know, somebody had to work hard on that. Yeah, and it looks like they put a lot of effort into it, which is pretty oh, yeah. cool. There's a lot of energy. Um... Uh, Nurse Ratchet's talking to the Supreme Intelligence. They... Who looks like the brain, like a mixture between um, the thing from Sparscape. The pilot? Yeah. It looks okay. like it looks like a like a creepy mixture between the pilot, the brain from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Krang. and... Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. It's just like it, a It looks mixture. a lot like Krang. He's it, it's a gross. very small, big uh, thing. He's got... He's like on a tongue or something like that. It's a big, like, <laughs> uh-huh. loopy thing, which is weird. Um, at that point, uh, David hauls the fuck out, gets back to, uh, the nurse mother firefly lady. Um, they decide that they're going to call the cops, but they can't call the cops because the cops, uh, uh, because Ed's screwing with the phones. And Uh, Nurse Ratchet comes and and sees them. Yeah. Yanks David out of, oh, uh, apparently the, the field trip has all the kids. So all the kids went down into the Martian hole. Um, they, uh. Uh, they try to get it the hell out of there, and it's it's awful. Ratchet comes after them in an empty school bus now, which was like, oh, that's ominous. Um, they haul to the school to hide, uh, but the cops are sent in. So the cops uh, chase them down into the boiler room when suddenly the Martian drilling machine pops up from the floor. Uh, so they got to get that. It hell actually out of there. saves them at that point. Yeah, because yeah, they're about to get shot. Um, they go to the base. There's a a base that the, the dad works for, for NASA mm-hmm. so there's a, a launch that's supposed to happen the way that this is kind of like the the concept unfolds is that uh they went to with the Viking missions they went to, to Mars and they were checking things out well they wanted there's no water there so they're going to check under the surface for it now uh, which is really kind of cute because this was like 20 30 years before rover you know touched down on Mars mm-hmm. uh so We've got, uh, David goes in and meets the, the general. The general is like, 
I don't know about this, but let me go ahead and ask the NASA guys. So we're like, hey, so tell me what the hell happened at Copper Hill. So he pulls the, the, the NASA guys in. So what the hell happened at Copper Hill? And they're like, oh, you know, pull guns on the general, uh, general's aid, like fucking knocks. Karate chops the hell out of them. Yeah, so, and then uh, in to keep them from, you know, blabbing, um, the Martian Supreme Intelligence fries them uh, by these little controllers in the back of their necks, which is behind the, uh, the little... Um, band-aids that we've been seeing on Nurse Ratchet and everybody else who's been taken over. Yeah, uh, and they're they're fairly nasty. So the way that I remember them, and it's the the only thing that I could compare them to when I was a child was cigarettes. Uh, so what they looked like were little cigarette things, but they're about um, maybe an inch inch and a half long. Uh, with a little light, and they spin out of people's necks. Everything in in Martian machinery uh, apparently spins. I mean, they were they were like yeah, oh, yeah. And, like the full thing was, but like the thing that would pop out was it. So it's like a little radio color. Uh, it was <laughs> kind of cute. It's ugly looking. Uh, and uh, so um, they're like, oh, you know, yada yada yada. What the hell's going on? Locked down the base. Blah blah blah. So we find out that what was happening was was that David's dad set up. Uh, he got enough people together to put plant C4 on a liquid oxygen uh, tank, a big tanker truck full of liquid oxygen. Nitrogen? Uh, uh, no, it's a uh, rocket fuel. Oh, okay. OX, that's why it was a uh, LOX truck. So oh. it's uh, liquid oxygen and something else. Uh, so they uh, that shit, that was awesome. Uh, so the base is under lockdown. Some dude uh, sees two guys in a liquid oxygen truck driving towards him. So, of course, he fires his machine gun at it, which I'm like, uh... Kind of a bad move. <laughs> so he jumps out of the way. Luckily, he doesn't get yeah. squashed. They um, drive the truck towards the uh, the launch. The launch blows up, unfortunately. They're all like, no! Well, the best part about this is that at that point, the general is like, no fucks given. We have about a half an hour left of the movie at that point. And it's just like, get everybody. And they haul ass. And uh, one of the best lines is, what is it, the Marines? Oh, uh, the, the, it's, <laughs> the guy says, uh, the Marines have no qualms with sh- uh, killing Martians. <laughs> it's just like, don't worry, David, the Marines have no qualms with killing Martians. And then they... Uh, they like the entire base is on alert. They're driving out with APCs. Everybody's got a like a machine gun, a or, squad or machine gun, a bazooka, or a bazooka. Like it's it's ridiculous. Some of the weapons that these guys have while they're running around and kicking things open. They they zero fucks. Like three hundred dudes attacked like the school, punching everything, and then they start going through the the tunnels that way. Uh, they also, drove through David's um, yard. Yeah, his very nice white, and an APC. His very nice white picket fence yard. They just uh, drove through it. They even had like missile launchers set up on the. So the the but the area behind Copper Hill apparently is this big deep depression uh, that has like sand in it or something like that. It's a huge flat area, uh, and so all around the ridge of it, they have set up. Uh, sniper nests, uh, machine gun nests. They've got like four or five anti-aircraft places. It is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And they've got like big stadium lighting that they've lifted up on top of it too. 
Uh, and it's just hundreds of dudes. And they just zero, like, nobody is like, you know, because normally in, in horror movies or, or movies in general, whenever the uh, the military gets involved, it's like, well, we got to keep this quiet. We can't use it. This is like, no, fuck that. Open everything. Get everything out of the toy chest. The, whole, fucking, the whole state. Everything. The whole state is going to know about this. Oh, man. And it was awesome. And they did. And they, they you know, a bunch of weird things happened. One of the guys, one of the, the uh, adjutant who uh, was karate kicking the, uh, the NASA guys earlier, he falls into the sand, gets yoinked under the, the, the sand, unfortunately. Um, David, at that point, then decides that he needs to do it, too, so that he can find his parents. Uh, I so, would just let his little ass go. Yeah, cause I, so the, the concept I have at this point is that uh, everybody but David's parents are out of the ship. Uh, and Nurse Ratchet. Because, uh, of course, Nurse Ratchet's in there. Uh, she's fucking awful. Um, they, uh... Uh, David wakes up uh, as the the guys are trying to move through the tunnels. Mm-hmm. Um, David wakes up. Uh, Linda, who is the uh, the nurse, is down there, the school nurse. Uh, they're both knocked the fuck out. Uh, and then we see um, the adjutant guy get uh, brain squeezed. Uh, he got the little the big ass needle that should have really. And, and Mandy pointed this out. Should have punctured through to the the back of his throat at least. I mean, you know, it should have gone straight through, like, yeah. out of out of one, you know, in one end of his neck and out the other. Like, this it is was, how we control people. It was way too big. Um, and then... Uh, it was, like, comically big. We see, there's actually a cute little bit where the Marines are running through the tunnels and they find two of the uh, the Martian guardsmen. Uh, and one of them has this goofy, bulbous eye thing on it. Uh, and uh, we've got a couple of these NASA scientists with them. He's like, no, 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 wait, don't shoot. And he runs up and he's I just like, talk to it. we can talk, you understand me, you understand me, don't they? And he turns around and is like, they understand, and then he gets vaporized by the Martian gun. Idiot. And I'm just like, that's awesome. So at that point, it's weapons free. Every time that the Marines see these fuckers, just, it's like, nope. Yep, it's a whole bunch of Killing these giant bulbous motherfuckers. And, uh. It's it's awesome. Like really, the ha- last half hour of this this movie is fucking just it is. complete bedlam. It's really they good. Do not care, and they're firing off all over the damn place. It's just like, oh, we could try talking to them, and it it ends up the way that every RPG ever ends up when you're trying to do the pacifist run. You just get pissed off and shoot everybody. Yeah, there was no there was no talking. <laughs> no. And at one point, even David's like, maybe we can talk to them. I was like, no, fuck you, David. Like, shoot them all. Shoot them all. Kill them. They're on American soil. It's like, obviously, they are here with malicious intent. It is obvious. They're taking people over. That's that's the line that has been drawn in the sand, David. The sand that sucks you under and puts you into the ship. Because they're that, not. No, they're not nice people. Yeah, because it's like, you know, they don't they don't pull people in and then, you know, send them to talk to our leaders and are like, hey... You know, we don't, we, we, we come in peace or blah, blah, blah. No. Like they're sucking up people and then they're bringing more people to suck up and more and more until they take over the whole town and then they do something stupid like blow up our NASA thing. Yep. So David goes up trying, unfortunately, he tries and fails to talk to the Supreme Intelligence, tries to get his parents and, and everybody back. Um, the funny thing is, is that Nurse Ratchet is his, his homeroom teacher there and she is just talking over him being a bitch and he's just like please i would stay after school for the rest of my life if you would just shut Shut up up. uh and he's just like i just want to have my my parents back and heather and who is uh the The little girl yeah sitting next to him and uh he just keeps saying just just all these people 
You can keep Miss Cr- Miss whatever the hell. You can you keep Miss Ratchet. Ratchet though. <laughs> and she's like, Rah! so she like the the. She gets hit in the head with some pennies. So the nurse. So what happens is is that the supreme intelligence is just like, no, nah, I'm gonna kill everybody. He <laughs> Um. So David whacks it in the face with a sack full of pennies. Then whacks Nurse Ratchet in the face with a sack full of pennies. Uh, that causes her to go towards the mouth of one of the uh, the creatures and apparently they're like the bronze men from clones of bruce lee they just cannot like anything that gets too close to their mouth like it just automatically has to chew down like she nurse ratchet gets taken out in a couple of seconds and she, they laugh about it which she is gets, really she funny. gets eaten like she was eating the frog earlier like, blah, 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 blah. um after that, the Marines show up. They save Linda. They save uh, David, uh, and then start shooting at like a couple of Marines die. Unfortunately, we we see the adjutant tries to to like General, you need to stop and go back, and then he's like, just, you need, shoot, just me. shoot me, and they shoot him. Um, they uh, they do a couple of funny things in there, and uh, they set up you know a bomb, a big bomb apparently, maybe I don't even know. In the uh, Supreme Intelligence, who they were shooting the shit out of earlier, who sucks himself up into his little hidey hole. Um, and then they, they leave just the big, I guess it's a big stack of C4 in the center. Uh, but they got the detonation charges and they got everything kind of just sitting in the... And they uh, leave the it for five minutes. Yeah. So they, they try to haul out. We've seen that the the Martians are trying to, to pull up and leave. Um, the part... Uh, we're at the part where they're trying to ex- escape, but uh, the Martians have closed off their, their entrance point. They are able to open it, though, because uh, we have the one of the Martian laser gun things that runs off. Apparently, they run off of, of uh, copper. copper. So they shove a the David's Chekhov's penny into the back of it, and they blow open a hole through it. Uh, everybody's escaping, except for David, who hears his parents uh, who are like, David, you need to come with us, little guy. Come on, little guy. They keep calling him little guy. And the, the Martian Supreme Intelligence called him poor little guy earlier, which was just like, eh. Uh, so they're like, you need to come with us. And he's just like, F that noise. So David hauls the hell out. Everybody's hauling the hell out because they know that they got about five minutes before everything explodes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Martian ship is is uh, lifting off. Uh, David's parents, you know, thankfully chase him down. Uh, like, so they, they like don't even bother trying to stay inside of the ship. They go after David to, I guess, try to kill him. Uh, everybody gets away from the other side of the hill. We watch the ship go off. David's parents, uh, neck thingies blow and, uh, they are freed now. Uh, and then the ship explodes and then David wakes up. It was all a dream. Uh, David explains everything to his parents who are like, wow, that was really weird. And then David looks out, you know, they leave. David looks outside, uh, and the Martian ship lands, and then he goes to find his parents, and then the he, freeze frame on the face. He just screams, no! no! And it's no! over. And it's over. It ends like that. What kind of bullshit is that? So that's, that's is a, it's a typical ending for the mid-80s horror kind of thing, uh, but it, it is a bullshit ending. I'm going to put that down I'm just there. like, so what happened? Like, did, they, did he, like, walk in and see that they were a giant, like, like, like little ball, the ball aliens, or he he caught them while they were having sex. That, that was what it was. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. No, this is how I get sisters. Yeah. No, that is definitely more terrifying than aliens. Yeah, at that point too, the uh, emperor did tell him that Padme had died. He was like, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, 
this is this is a really fun movie. Um, I did like some of the stuff in, in doing the the information in the background. Apparently, uh, Toby Hooper had reached out to the uh, Air Force uh, because the Air Force was in the original one, uh, the the fifty three version, uh, and they were like. You know, hey, would you guys help us with this? Well, apparently they they wouldn't because it had to do with Martians, and the Air Force was a little gun shy from having to deal with all the the, the Martian freaks, uh, trying to you know de declassify all the aliens, and they're just like, no, we don't want to do that. So they called up the Marines, and the Marines were the ones who say, <laughs> the, Marines the Marines have no qualms with with killing Martians. Uh, and apparently the, the bit about the coin thing became uh, a reason too, because uh, apparently active duty troops do not go into combat situations with coins. Um, and they had, well, one of the Marines is going to have the, the penny and they go like, the Marines do not go into combat with loose change. And that was like such a, like a big thing that they, they added it into the, 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 the script. script. It's just, that's amazing to me. Um, cause that's, that's a good way to like, you, you have a, a situation where it wouldn't make sense in real world. So you, you work around it and it makes, it adds more to the story by doing that. That's yeah. something that Toby Hooper usually is able to pull off and he, he did a really good job on this one. Um, and, and the other two who, who did it, uh, John, Joe, whatever, and Don, whatever, you know, those guys. Don oh, Don uh, Dan O'Bannon and, Dan uh, uh then it was Joe Denkov or whatever I freaking yeah, but they they did a really good job on this one. Um, I what do you give it? Oh, this one I give it uh, eight Marines storming a Martian base out of ten, because the other two got taken over and died unfortunately. <laughs> God bless. But uh, what about you, hon? I give it a seven out of ten creepy cigarette butts in the neck. Yeah, there you go. It's it's a fun movie and it's it's one of the few that you you see because. You know, you, you never get that that point. It's never, you know, oh, well, we have a situation here. Let's go ahead and take care of it. Well, I, we need a small team. Because it's always, I guess it's a budgetary issue. This one, zero fucks given. Nope. Fucking, let's take this son of And there wasn't, like, even, like, a we have to drop a nuke on it. It's like, no, let's send an entire battalion in here. We're going to shoot the shit out of everybody. We're going to do this freaking, uh, you know, Starship Trooper style where we got the entire platoon running mm -hmm. around shooting things with AKs. Yep. It was freaking awesome. I love that. Uh, and I love the fact that they had Ratchet in there as just Ratchet. She was so ratchet. She was just she an was awful person. She was so fucking ratchet. Like, the whole thing... And I... See, the thing is, is I never... I, I've, I've never seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I, I've seen, you know, scenes of it. I never sat down and watched the whole movie. Uh, but I do know the, the concept of it. I don't know her from uh, being Nurse Ratchet. Uh, I know her from being Kai Wynn from Deep Space Nine, and she's an asshole in that one, too. She is so good at being an asshole. Just this officious, overbearing bitch. I, I just, and I she did a great job at it. I wonder if she's, like, a really nice person. Oh, I'm sure she is. Like, that's the thing. I think she just got typecast as Ratchet. She just so everybody, assholes. When they're like, we need to have a Ratchet up in here, who do we get? Oh, we get Ratchet. That's who we get. <laughs> Which is why I was watching the, the... I tried to watch some that you've been watching it, but I, I tried to watch the... It was the Netflix version of Ratchet? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I finished watching I it. Can't, I can't get it. Like, it's, it's, just, it's, it's very, very different than, than yeah, that Ratchet. It's, so. it's like, what the hell is this? It's American Horror Story. Yeah, no, it's crap. No, no, it's not. It's, to it's me, good. it's crap. No. But what do you think? 
you can always let us know what you think at esat3am at gmail.com, esat3am.com, or at esat3am on the Facebook and the Twitters. And uh, other than that, uh, just want to, you know, wish all the veterans out there a happy Veterans Day. And thank you for your service. You're the reason why we can make stupid little <laughs> podcasts stupid like little this. Stupid little podcasts about this, you know? yeah. So we, we, we did want to showcase the one horror movie that I could think of mm -hmm. that, you know, doesn't make you guys look like assholes or mm -hmm. idiots. And I have veterans in my family and John has veterans in his. And so we greatly appreciate your service. Yep. But until next time. We will see y'all later. See you soon. Bye.